world. Hello, hello. My name is Linjali Davis, aka Please Don't Touch My Hair. Hello, I am Alicia Key, aka If the subway car is empty on one side of it, don't get on. Don't get on. Save yourself. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Otherwise, walk around with a deodorizer to deodorize the subway carts. Today, we have a really wonderful, wonderful special guest, uh, a friend of one of the other guests, aka the amazing <laughs> podcast host, Alicia. This person I've known for some years. They introduced themselves to me as a life enthusiast, and that has held true throughout it all. Hi, guys. This is Elisa Cavalier, and I am so excited to be here. And uh, AKA, if you see me with headphones in, don't bother me. Ah. Just mm, don't. Don't do it. Not with ear pods or over the ear headphones. Just leave me alone. Go on about your business. That's not an introduction for you to roll up on me. Don't do that. <laughs> nope. Don't say hi. Nope. No. I, don't in fact, fo- don't follow me. No, don't do that. Mm-mm. Please don't do that in New York. Don't follow people through doors unless you just walk in the same way. That's a recipe for like a judo chop to the neck. <laughs> so we're super excited today because we're going to explore and just kind of wrap up all of the amazing things that we've been talking about, all of our stories, those traumas, diary um, uh, uh, admissions, as we have called them in Mm. the past. And the very wonderful Elisa has granted us time today because she's got a very interesting story. But before we get into that, let's hop on over to our fake ad segment of the day. Oh, so many fake ads this season. But today, we want to talk about Michael's. This is the time to head to Michael's where you can find all of your arts and crafts supplies. Yes, ribbons, mm-hmm. glitter. Maybe you're a glitter person. Either way, head on over to Michael's, grab those supplies. Yes, and don't miss all of the fabulous sales, the discounts. Mm. And think about, you know, those New Year's resolutions. Go ahead and get your vision board together. Be thinking about the vision of the future that you want to see in 2021. In fact, uh, let's talk a little bit about vision, right? And then, Elisa, we're going to circle back around to you because, if you only had vision about this story that you're about to tell us, (laughs) it would have saved you. It definitely would have been helpful, for sure. Now, speaking of vision. Come on. When you move to New York City, you, like so, so many others, had a clear vision of what Mm -hmm. you wanted. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Let me tell you, it it is so true. I had quite the vision. I also was quite the naive child at the time. Um, But thankfully, I actually very much called into existence exactly what I asked for. Uh, So just taking us back in the story a little bit, I had just graduated from my previous college and I had gotten into City College of New York and I Mm. decided, you know what, I'm gonna go. I had looked at the dorms, they were just too expensive for me at the time. And I was like, I'm going to get my own apartment in New York City. And I had only been to the city a couple of times and prior I had been on, 
Riverside Drive and I absolutely loved it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get an apartment by myself on Riverside Drive. And when I started looking at all the finances and different things, I said, you know what? And I'm going to get this for $800 because I can do that. Why not? Let's, let's cut right there for a second. You said $800. I know. I know. And in all honesty, I, I, I know now I look back and I'm like, wow, what was I, what was I smoking at the time? But when I swear, <laughs> when I swear, I thought that was a very doable thing. I just, for some reason to me, $800 for rent seemed, you know, average. You know, the fact that it was on Riverside Drive never really, never made a difference to me in my mind. I just figured it was an apartment and it just happens to be in a really amazing neighborhood but why can't it just be eight hundred dollars right so yeah and I when I tell you I was very strongly like I didn't think this was crazy at all like at the time this felt absolutely normal to me so the eight hundred dollars you've got the other attribute that it's in the neighborhood that you were hoping for right Mm -hmm. tying that back into vision right we often have these moments in our life especially when we're making big moves in our life you we're moving to new york we're moving to cali we're moving to dc you know we're new fresh face thinking you know what oh yeah i can do this this looks good this looks good and I called it into existence because of my vision. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I can definitely tell like your like manifestation game was it's very strong. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Okay. Very strong because you, you're mm-hmm. a native New Yorker, but what that, that does not mean that you grew up living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. No, not at all. Okay, so it's like, look, you knew Manhattan, but even being a native, you still had a little bit of what I call the sex in the city mindset. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. As some would call it, that I I use my power of uh, attraction. My Mm. mom would call it, I Mm. use my power of stubbornness. Mm. <laughs> we're stubborn and you wanted what you wanted and you were going to do anything to get it but that is a very New York attitude or, mm-hmm. or Absolutely. Say, yeah or I should say an attitude that you have to have in New York because having lived here there's so many no's floating around that if you want that yeah. yes you have to work hard for that yes you got to be ready for the door to be closed on you so many times. And um, that's absolutely true. So it's like the power of manifestation is such a really wonderful quality of a person. I have it. I know Alicia has it. I know many of the amazing women that I know they have it, but it took a minute to get there, right? And so absolutely. with this apartment, it's $800. It's in the neighborhood you want. You're getting ready to go to this next step and figure out the process. Take us from that point. I think it's really important also to highlight that um, I had said this to my mom maybe a few months prior, like, oh yeah, I'll take care of my of my living situation. Don't worry about it. And of course, being you know a child the way I was, I was enjoying my summer. I was doing the different things. So inevitably, what happened was I think it was like maybe a week and a half before I had to go and start classes that I looked at the calendar and said, oh crap. I start school in a week and a half. I need this apartment. I need to Mm. figure it out right now. So me being me off the cuff was like, okay, 
I'm going to go and I'm going to go get an apartment and I'm going to do it tomorrow. And uh, who's going to come with me? Right. So I just had this thought that I could just drive into the city. I could just go door to door and that I would find an apartment. Mm. And oddly, that's kind of exactly what I did. Okay. Okay. See, talk about that manifestation game is on point. Okay. (laughs) Because you did the me in the terms of coming up or basically going to the city and finding an apartment within a week. Mm. and figuring out your life as you go would you say that it's um that that process is that a process that you would now still use and I asked that question because Mm. when I arrived uh back in New York I used to live there as a kid live here I should say as a kid and then um as an adult came back for school for graduate degree of course and stayed in a hotel for the first few weeks before my graduate program was starting so I I didn't have a lot of time I felt like Um, but the process that you just described of kind of like looking around, is that a process you would still use today? Um, so I'm going to say no and yes. So the process of actually going door to door, because that's exactly what I did. I literally parked my car somewhere. I went door to door and just was like, Hey, are there apartments available here? And I like did it in such a way that I, I think that particular process no, I wouldn't do that because I mean, nowadays with technology, there's so many advancements of, you know, Airbnb, Hotel Tonight, figuring eBay, writing up a post on Facebook, taking out an ad in search of, you Mm -hmm. know, you have groups, there's, so because of that advancement of technology, I don't think I would resort back to that. However, I would definitely say that I still have that spirit of I realize that sometimes, you know, you can look for things for so long and nothing will happen. But in that moment of when you're just like, I got to pull the trigger, I got to do this in all, you know, however I have to do this and you get in flow right? and you allow the universe to open to you what you're looking for, your uh-huh. those opportunities come. So I would never cut something down and say that I wouldn't do it in another week and a half before, before what I had to do, because Listen. I sometimes think those are the moments when the most because you're not forcing something else, you're allowing the opportunity of something to come to you. Mm-hmm. And in the law of attraction, you can ask for it, but you got to sometimes wait for the universe to deliver it to you, but you also have to be open to seeing it when it's delivered. That's so, mm-hmm. absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Honestly, sometimes things do not come together when you want them to come together or how mm-hmm. you want them to come together. And for me, in this apartment search journeys and Y'all know I've had a few apartments. Um, <laughs> things really did not come together until those last weeks before I need to move. Mm-hmm. Like those mm-hmm. two weeks, that week and a half, I think maybe one apartment I've ever stayed in, it came together maybe three weeks before moving. Yeah, I would agree with that. Any apartment search I've ever done in New York or in New Jersey, it didn't come together until that very, what I call last moment, um, because Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person that will pack a house up in a month. No problem, pack it right on up. Um, But that doesn't mean that the the place is ready and waiting for me and there's a beam of light shining down on it and I see it. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm like, the Batman light has gone off. No, it's none of that. Uh, (laughs) Bunny, can we get the apartment signal? (laughs) 
someone please create that, please? Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. But Elisa, walk us through actually finding the apartment. Mm. All right. So like I said before, um, I was naive. I was a week and a half before school. I was stubborn. I knew what I wanted. I uh, roped in my cousin and a friend and we drove into the city. And again, that that idea of I'm just going to walk door to door and I'm just going to find an apartment. So we started doing that. And, you know, we went up and down Riverside and uh, it met with a reality of doorman looking at me like I was absolutely nuts. Um, people telling me, hey, yeah, you can't just come in this apartment and ask if there's availability like no you have to you have to call um people looking at me like I was nuts when I'd you know say oh you know they'd give me the information I'm like oh you know by any chance what is the you know the range of this of this building and let me tell you it was not eight hundred dollars you know so reality started to set in um hope started to dwindle a little bit however again I was young and stubborn and I was like I'm gonna just keep on going Mm -hmm. um I think I just did not want to go home with failure. And eventually I got to the point where everyone else in the car with me was getting tired, was getting hungry, was getting annoyed and was pretty much like, hey, listen, just accept this was the dumbest idea. Mm. And this is not how you find an apartment in New York. Mm. So finally, we all agreed we needed to eat. It was just about that time. Uh, So I started driving back up Riverside uh, North and then came to come down a one way and was waiting at a red light to continue on. And to make a long story short, I just was not in the best driving skills that day because I was standing at a, uh, a blinking red light, not a red light to green. And I was sitting there and I was waiting and I was waiting for this light to turn green. And this guy that was on the side of the the road next to us, Mm. he was washing his car or cleaning it out. And he's trying to talk to us and he's doing the cat call and the whatever. And I'm sitting there, God, you know, this light is taking forever. And it was the middle of the summer. So our windows are down. Um, Of course, I'm a young, naive kid. I had no AC in my car at the time. So the windows are down. Mm. And this guy eventually kind of like comes over and we're just all like, we're hilarious at this time. We're, we're laughing. We're like, yeah, okay. And I was like, man, this light can't turn fast enough. And he goes, well, (laughs) I mean, that's, that's a, that's a solid red light, Like that light's not going to change. Right. And that was the intro to the guy I ended up renting an apartment from. Wow. Yeah, uh, to go a little further into it, he ended up, uh, we sat there chatting, I kind of laughed at myself for the fact that I was sitting at a, at a uh, red light, and that was never going to change, and mm. I kind of mentioned to him, like, oh, we, you know, we were in the area, we were looking for apartments, blah, 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 and he goes, oh, interesting, you know, asked me, like, oh, what were you looking for, and I kind of explained, and he goes, oh, he goes, um, you know, would you guys want to go to ice cream? And I was like, ah, I mean, and my friends, again, they're hungry. He's still trying to like, you know, pick me up or pick us up or whatever. With ice cream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with ice cream. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. So I was like, you know what? Fine. Let's all go. Like, I think the hilariousness of what had happened kind of just broke the walls down and just made it like, 
who cares at this point? I'm over trying to find this apartment. I'm over, you know, we just all need to go eat and whatever. Right. And to come to find out, you know, while we're sitting there eating ice cream and different things, uh, he had asked me further, like, oh, so what exactly were you looking for? And I said, oh, well, you know, I'm starting at City College. I'm looking for an apartment. I was looking for an apartment for like 800 bucks, you know, trying to find that around here. And he goes, oh, funny, because I actually have my own apartment and I'm going away to school. Mm-hmm. And so my apartment's going to be free. Maybe you could rent from me. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, I can't afford over 800. So I named my price, my ceiling. And he was like, I think we can work that out. <laughs> so by the grace of God and me not knowing how to drive in that moment of disparity, I found someone to rent an apartment from a week and a half before school for exactly what I wanted. And it was an apartment on Riverside, a one bedroom to myself. Like it was everything I asked for. And yeah, the wow. universe delivered. It was pretty awesome. It was, I have to say I went home and I was on my highest high horse as I walked in my house and told my mom, yep, found the apartment. We're all good. <laughs> See, that's where you just have to like look <laughs> things like that. I won't say that they they rarely happen. Mm-hmm. They rarely happen because you know, in all the movies, even when I was up here searching, I was like, when am I gonna run into somebody who has an apartment that I'm looking for? Yes, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely. Like, I will say it's funny because that was actually one of those times in my life where I remember one day being in the apartment, sitting there and I was like, damn, I manifested the shit out of this apartment. Yeah. God, I'm good. And I was, I was actually very acknowledging like the fact that I realized the universe totally delivered this to me, but it was because I was stubborn as hell and it knew like, yo, she's not going to give up. Let's just give her an apartment real quick. (laughs) The manifestation is back to that. It's such a beautiful quality. However... Sometimes those wonderful manifestations come as a result of giving you that lesson plan that you're going to need for future endeavors. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So a lesson I've definitely learned very recently. Sometimes if if the vision is not clear, Mm, if you are not detailed and clear (laughs) and specific and detailed (laughs) of the things that you know you want, Yep. You can get things in the parameter of what you were mm-hmm. aiming to manifest. And oh, it mm. just will not, you know, sometimes it doesn't turn out exactly <laughs> how how you wanted it because you were not specific enough. Right. Yeah. You gotta be clear on that vision. <laughs> Look, 2020 vision. 2020. Mm. Um, Listen, guys, we're right around the corner. If all we can say, if, if it's okay if I interject. Guys, 2021 is right there. Be very specific about what you want to ask for. Listen. About, mm. you know, how you want to see it. Get in the nitty gritty of the details. Except if it comes in a different way. You never Come know. On. But mm-hmm. um, take this opportunity. You got a couple weeks till, till the new year. Make that vision, guys. All of us are capable of this. Bullet point it. Put it on oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I have a whole meditation journal that I am 
now right again daily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and that reminds me, go to Michael's, get your crafting supplies oh and God. make that vision board. Boom. Yeah. Right yes. In fact, get some sprinkles, some, some, some sparkles, some glitter, put some super glue, sprinkle it on the journal so yes. that you excited for it you know yeah exactly oh. look i'm i'm trying to schedule a virtual vision board party y'all Ooh, i like it mm-hmm. oh that's like, nice i like yes. that i mean since we're all at home might as well be crafty together mm-hmm. might as well mm-hmm. come on uh Alisa, <clears throat> so you're excited mom knows about the place so the mom is good to go you know sometimes you got to let the parents know listen i'm good to go it's okay calm down Um, and you're getting ready to pull your stuff together to get into this place. What happens once you get into the place and how's the relationship with, uh, the landlord as we'll call them. All right. So that was another interesting step. I do want to note, this was actually my first time ever renting from someone. Mm -hmm, So of course, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I pack all my stuff up. I get ready to go over. I'm moving in as the day of like when he's moving out. So that was okay. And, you know, I'm bringing stuff in and he kind of gives me this, all right, listen. So like here are a little bit of the guidelines. So my mom lives up the street and she's going to be coming in and she's going to need to check in on the place. Uh, so you have like, you can be in the, in the whole apartment. Like she's just going to come sometimes during the day just to kind of check on the apartment and make sure everything's good. Uh, she just kind of needs to be seen in the apartment and seen here. And okay. And I just didn't think anything of it. And he's like, listen, you know, put all your stuff in your room. You can lock that up. Like that's like your space, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. Um, when I moved in, he had very little furniture and he was like, oh, you know, we're going to be bringing furniture in. Uh, so, you know, over the weeks, my mom's going to bring stuff in at the time in the bedroom, there was a bed and he was like, I just bought this bed. Mm-hmm. Like you can use it. Don't worry about bringing a bed down, you know, just, you know, bring your sheets, whatever. It's not a problem. Okay. So in the beginning, it just seemed you know, fine. So his mom's going to come in out of the apartment. I really didn't mind it too much because I wasn't planning to do anything crazy. I was going to be in school and I figured, all right, so this lady stops in once in a while. Like I have a, on a beautiful corner unit on the first floor in Riverside, like 800 a month. I'm okay. If his mom wants to stop in once in a while, that's not a problem. I was kind of hoping she'd cook for me. Never ended up happening, but it's fine. You know, you can I didn't need that in the vision. It was all right. Um, but let's let's pause on the vision. Now, again, it's worth repeating. A beautiful corner unit, first floor, one bedroom apartment on Riverside. Yeah. Okay. Give Elisa her props for manifesting <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> now- Thanks, guys. You had to take a little, um, a little Definitely moment one of my proudest moments, that. for sure, of manifestation, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> now leases in new york are pretty ironclad mm. okay mm-hmm. if you're supposed to be on the lease you're supposed to be in that apartment i get it okay so this landlord and and the mother they were supposed to be on the lease you know be seen mm-hmm. i guess in case anybody's watching out right. uh, you know nosy neighbors and such mm. Mm, that's a future episode <laughs> Mm. Catch that in season two. Um, yeah, yeah. 
So that all seems okay, fine. All right. Especially as you're getting to the beginning, there's minimal furniture. You pretty much, you know, bringing in what you need. You're in school. It seems, it seems like everything is okay, but people rarely come on our show for great roommate experiences. So Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What was that progression like? So um, it was interesting. I have to say, when I look back at it now, I realize that warning flags came up here and there and just little tiny things. So we remained in contact. He was away at school in another state. We remained in contact. Uh, his mom didn't speak English. So him and I were usually always in contact. He'd let me know if his mom was going to come in. He'd let me know if you know something was going down. So I was always speaking third party to him. He would speak to his mom. She'd come in. And Oddly enough, too, like I'm a very friendly, outgoing person. So at certain points, you know, if I walked out of the apartment and I saw a neighbor, I would say hello and I would just keep on going. And, you know, I even adjusted my like my language, like where I would try to speak Spanish or, you know, like adjust. And I tried speaking Spanish once or twice to his mom um, and that didn't go down too well. And not that I'm not I'm bad, just more so that I think she kind of was like, I, I don't know, there was hesitation there. Like, I definitely got a lot of hesitation from his hmm. mom. And I was like, all right, you know, maybe she just wants to be left alone. That's fine. Right. So I'm going through communication with him, not with the actual physical person that's there. I would say hello to neighbors. And then I'd get a text from him and he'd be like, hey, listen, so you really need to be low key. Like, please don't talk to the neighbors. Please don't like we don't really want anyone knowing that you're really there. So keep that low key. And if, you know, anyone ever comes knocking, like just let them know you're like a cousin. That's just like staying with my mom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well, it's kind of odd. But again, you know, my first time renting, uh, I just was like, again, really appreciative of the living situation I had. So I just kind of like, you kind of like accepted little things. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Like, I could be paying so much more. This could be way worse. Like, so he doesn't want me to talk to people. Not that bad. So right. he wants me, like if someone knocks at the door, just say like, I'm a cousin. Okay, great. No problem. Um, you know, again, the mom really wouldn't talk to me when she'd come in. Uh, little things like that started like sparking up. Yep. And it wasn't so, so bad until he came home from winter break. Ooh. And that's when the shit hit the fan. Okay. And what kind of fan? A small fan or like one of those big ones that are circling your room? Oh, no, this is a big fan. Big fan. (laughs) It dropped off the ceiling, tore everything up underneath it. Oh, my God. Wires exposed. Wires exposed, everything. Yeah, pretty big fan. (laughs) Ones when you go to Planet Fitness and the really big ones that are moving, I think they're called like horse's ass or something like that, but they are (laughs) circulating some crazy air in this huge open space it was probably a little bit bigger than that fan Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so basically people let's strap in for this next part (laughs) exactly so you know again we're going back and forth in communication different things things are getting a little weird all right whatever no problem so i went home and right before i went home for winter break funny enough uh, one day I happened to be in the apartment. I think like a class got canceled or something. So I was there during the day. His mom wasn't there. And all of a sudden I get this envelope underneath the door. Mm. 
okay. So I see the envelope, I pick it up. I mean, I'm there, I pick it up and I go to put it down. And it seemed, there's something that told me in my intuition, just kind of, you know, I didn't open it. Take a peek, you know, you like walk next to the window, you hold it up, you do your investigations, you know. Well, in my investigations, I come to realize that I'm paying a lot more money for this apartment than he was. Oh, so, oh, no. oh, yeah. So I couldn't see through it too, too much. I couldn't, you know, but eventually it all clicked in my head mm. when I realized that uh, this guy was taking me for 800 and I think he was paying around like 450 for mm. the apartment. And this Ooh. was his rent and oh. his rent bill. And I'm like, okay. So in that moment, things start flooding in. Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Right. His mom has to be seen in the apartment. I'm not supposed to talk to anybody. And this guy is paying pennies (laughs) for this apartment. And it clicked. Turning profits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy was on, I think, Section 8 or, you know, the housing where that, you know, you get it for cheaper. Mm-hmm. And he's making a crazy profit on me every month. Mm. I have to admit, I was annoyed. However, right. I was kind of understanding. Yeah. To me, I was like, you know what? I respect the hustle. Come on. He was doing what he had to do. Yeah. And in honesty, I was paying exactly what I said I was willing to pay. Back to the manifestation. Yeah. So was I annoyed? absolutely mm-hmm. but was i understanding oh. at the same time yeah and i figured you know what i can't be mad i'm annoyed but i'm not i'm not going to take it out on him i'm not going to be mad at the end of the day again we, you know this is his apartment mm-hmm. and now a lot of things are clicking now yeah. a lot of things are making sense on why all the restrictions all the little you know, weird things that just seem so odd while you're renting from someone and you're paying to be there. But okay. So this was right before I left for winter break. And I was just like, so, so that was kind of like the, it was already digging under the skin again, not mad, but definitely annoyed for feeling like I was getting had, but that's okay. So I go home and I'm home for winter break and he had messaged me about being, he was coming home as well. And okay, no problem. I didn't, you know, think anything of it. And he kind of was like, oh, you know, when are you coming back? And he would kind of shoot me messages because even though, you know, me paying him rent for his apartment, paying his rent and him making money on me, he was still trying to get like that little cherry on top of the cake for him. Right. I don't, I don't know, you know, and I would, I would kind of joke it off and I'd be like, yeah, huh, funny, you know, okay. You know, and so he was home, he was supposed to go back and he kind of was like, oh, are you going to come down? You're going to come hang, you know, blah, blah, like, let's hang out. I was like, oh, no. I was like, you know, I'm home with my family. Okay. Right. So I don't think anything of it. And I also don't think anything of needing to check in on someone for me to go back to my apartment. Right. Um, I had some friends down in the city who had hit me up and were like, hey, we're all going to go out, blah, blah, blah. You should come down. Okay, so I'm going to go home, go or go back to my apartment to stay the night. And this is when the fan just 
fell in. So I, I walk into my apartment and I notice that my bedroom door, which I definitely closed and locked before I left, was wide open. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is really odd because I am a neat freak. I'm a little OCD. And I know I definitely closed and locked that door because in technicality, that was my real space. Even though I could be in the whole apartment, that was my like my space that I was paying for. (laughs) So I walk in and I go up to the room and I kind of walk in and I see this dude laying in my bed. All up, and I mean, in my sheets, like just like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And he like- looks over. He looks up at me and he goes, "Hey, come join me." You gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me! That is what he says to me, girl. Oh. Get man came down and it ripped up everything. Everything. <laughs> I could not believe the audacity. On this oh. guy sitting in my room, unlocked mm. my door, laying mm. in my bed, and then invites me inside the bed. See, oh no, see, you were <laughs> literally describing, y'all know back in the 90s when Cisco and Drew Hill had that song, Somebody Sleeping in My <laughs> Bed. <laughs> see, that was exactly oh. You oh, know, without the cheating girlfriend. But. Right. <laughs> That is exactly the scene. Mm. Uh, like, it was bad. Absolutely it not. was bad. Absolutely. And then don't invite me in the right. room. Absolutely room. not. How are you in the apartment sleep while I'm paying you for the apartment and you don't send notification? You just roll up like we filming a music video and I'm supposed to find you? No. You know what I have to say? Had he been in the living room? Had he anywhere else I wouldn't have thought I would I would have been mad but right. it wouldn't have been the same as the fact that he opened my door that he very clearly <laughs> defined was my room and was in my sheets I mm. think you know, this is maybe me being like I would have been a little nicer about it had he at least stripped the bed right. like no forget it he didn't belong in my room to begin with but he was in my sheets like that is a very personal thing right. to just be in someone else's sheets without like, I just still, without um, permission, mm. like he was there comfortable, right? Yeah, just oh yeah, living. like Fully he comfortable. comfortable, like he actually belonged there. Like this was not a problem, and I think that was what made it ten times worse. Was it wasn't even like, oh shit, I'm so sorry, I really needed a place <laughs> to sleep. I really, uh, no apologies, no nothing to him. This was acceptable. It was, as he put it to me, his apartment. Mm. And I was like, all right, Th- mm. no, this cannot go down. This can absolutely not be okay. Uh, he even tried the audacity on this guy. He even tried saying, well, I paid for this bed. This is my bed. And I was like, you got to be shitting me. You're renting me this room. I am right. paying for that bed. I am paying right. for this room. This <laughs> is my space that I pay for. Like, take your ass to the living room. Get the mm. hell out of my room. But no, he he thought he was absolutely justified. He thought it was totally okay. Wow. And he didn't understand why I was so upset. And yeah. Wow. wow. So it was a listen, it was it was a fun ride while I had it. I was 
blessed for manifesting something. But at the same time, again, circling back to what we said earlier, be very specific on what you want to manifest. <laughs> and, you know, don't leave too much room for error because errors will be made. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so in hindsight, the, the manifestation should have said, you know what? How about we not have strangers coming in and out of the apartment that I'm seeking? And also, if you could keep phantom people or just strange men from being in my bed, let's throw that out there too. Yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm like, I'm going to have to put addendums in my apartment right. manifestation <laughs> for 2021 because I'll be moving again. <laughs> He'll be very careful with that one. You got this. I believe in you. <laughs> listen you just, you just go through all these every episode and just you just highlight each addendum that you need in there exactly i'm gonna make a very exactly a very detailed list in my journal mm. for, for 2021 apartment so, goals well so Lisa, what was the biggest thing that you learned from the situation like if you could give everyone that one lesson that you pulled from it what was it i'd have to say what we just said be really specific when you're mm. trying to manifest. Be really in tune with what you're asking for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, know your uh, your parameters. Because I think I was so headstrong on the 800, on the Riverside, that I didn't put the parameters of care for myself within, those, within that addendum. Right. So, right. <laughs> but I, you know what? Even more so, I will take it back because... And this is just me being me. Yeah. It was an experience. As bad as it was, I love the ability that I can look back and acknowledge mm -hmm. that I had enough chutzpah in me to have yeah. manifested something like that. So mm -hmm. I think it's my biggest takeaway for everyone would be is, yeah, sometimes you can get the little, the little hairiness to what you manifest. Mm -hmm. But never, ever, ever doubt the fact that you have the ability to manifest anything and that if you're stubborn enough, you could make it happen. Just truly believe in yourself. Every single one of us has this ability. It lives deep inside of us and we just have to connect with it and truly not just say it out loud. You truly have to feel that you have the ability to do this because we yeah. all do and when you connect yes. with that you can manifest anything yeah and then get and then be very careful with what you manifest <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean that's a pretty that's a really really strong strong uh statement um and one that just lives very true through uh even myself Alicia jump in here as well I think that the statement in and of itself is can be applied to everything that you're trying to do in your life and that's mm -hmm. like the biggest thing like no matter what you can have the things that you really need uh you know a place to live is a, is a thing like we need this space um, you know, to live the best life that we can, to be comfortable, to be balanced. Um, mm -hmm. But I like the ideas of having an addendum. Um, that specificity <laughs> will come in hand. Um, mm. And just be my only, only add on to this would be just be flexible in your journey um, because that one thing could lead you to the next great thing. Absolutely. I was going to say, I think that sometimes a lot of us get so headstrong on exactly how we want something to be delivered to us that we don't realize that the universe is always conspiring with us, but we mm -hmm. have to be open to see the opportunity as it's being sent to us. Um, 
just a really side note, but I think super important. Uh, my boyfriend and I live across the country from each other. And we've been together now for, we're coming up on three years. And we had spoken last year uh, prior to 2020 that we were tired of being long distance. We really right. wanted to bridge our gap and that we somehow needed to figure out how to come together. Right. And it was, it was our goal for 2020. And we ended up doing it without realizing it. We went away for uh, New Year's and then we ended up traveling into Costa Rica for a volunteer opportunity. And then, so we were together for three months into March. And then when March hit is when the pandemic hit. Right. And my boyfriend was originally supposed to go back to California. I'm in New York. And we happened to find tickets that were so much cheaper to New York. So I told him, hey, listen, come back to New York first. We'll wait a couple of weeks. We'll get you a, um, a ticket back over to California. Right. And he has yet to leave. He has mm. been here ever since because of COVID. The opportunities were presented in different ways where he had school and it went online. So he's been able to take it from here. He hasn't needed to go home for anything. And he was able to be here and... As of December 17th, we will be celebrating having been together for an entire year together. Mm. Now, when we originally talked about this, the idea was getting an apartment together. You know, we were actually going to move to California. So we asked for something so strongly. And when I tell you, we both wanted it so much. And at some point halfway through the year, we realized, oh, my God, we've actually manifested this. And we will have been together all of 2020. And it wasn't the way we thought it was going to be, but it was perfect. So I'm sorry, yeah. guys, for the pandemic, but me and my man had to come together. <laughs> it's just, it provided opportunity and it worked. But again, that to me was another one of those, like, you have to be open to how you can receive something. And sometimes you're receiving it without even realizing it. And when you take a step back to appreciate what you have, you then realize, wow, I'm actually living the thing I asked for. Mm. So so oh good God, that is that is just such a strong and powerful just kind of testimony and statement especially you know as we're closing up on the year as we're starting 2021 to really book those uh vision board parties guys yes. um, and really get really think because even though we're all at home, as people are trying to say, alone together, like really take advantage of that time of having the space to actually think about mm. what you want mm-hmm. and be clear. Because like I said earlier, this all this really just kind of hits home to me in terms of manifesting what you want and just being super intentional. I think for me, intention is kind of my word for 2021. It's Mm -hmm. really thinking and getting down to the nitty gritty of not just I want X, but I want X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, F. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, all of, get all of the bullet points, have all of your addendums. Mm-hmm. because you want to be super clear on that vision because like we've, we've all said when you manifest things sometimes the universe does provide you with exactly what you said you wanted mm-hmm. and that 
vision, that statement, that thing you said can go so far off the rails from what you actually thought it would be mm -hmm. that you don't even, you don't even recognize what you manifested. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I, to close out here, um, this episode has been such a wonderful, wonderful uh, session. We touched on flexibility. We touched on having great vision. We touched on intention. We touched on really developing those ideas and pathways for how it is that you're trying to move. And of course, uh, the last but not least, but always my favorite thing, um, you've got to be specific in this life. The statement closed mouths don't get fed is absolutely a true statement mm, um, and yes. a very, very strong statement. You've got to ask for what you want and you've got to know why you're doing it and where you're going with those statements that you're making. Um, and with that, Alisa, amazing. <laughs> um, Thank you ladies so much. This has been such a pleasure to be on and to be able to speak with you both. And I appreciate the awareness that you are bringing to all of us out here as far as, you know, being intentional, being on top of it, knowing that there are horror stories out there, but we are all still yeah. surviving. We're still learning. We're still living. We're still growing. And if anything, these all make amazing stories to tell our grandkids one day. Alisa, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you yes, all for listening you. to Stranger Down the Hall. Uh, as we are wrapping up the amazing first season, we will be back sooner than later with our second season. If this is your introductory episode, definitely make sure you subscribe, go binge listen the entire season. It is funny. It is full of advice and our horror stories, but there's beauty and tragedy. <laughs> yeah. And check out those previous episodes on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Find us at Stranger Down the Hall on Instagram, Facebook, and we will be back in 2021. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.